I'll curse myself forever, Miss Kitka. This nasty superin is largely of my own group. If I hadn't let your beauty lull me off guard. Off guard, comrade? There are some things I cannot disclose, Miss Kitka. Suffice it to say that we're in the hands of the underworld's most vicious foursome. Speedy escape is our only hope. A moment. Well, I think. I've got it. Why didn't I think of it sooner? Of what, Comrade Wayne? Up my left sleeve, I have a tiny radio transmitter strapped above my elbow. What a curious device to carry. Not at all, Miss Kitka. Capitalists like myself who carry large sums of money often have such safety contrivances. If I can just get at it. Holy interviews, Batman! Hi, this is Burt Ward, Robin from the TV series Batman. You're listening to TV Confidential. Wowie zowie, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's too bad Batman's dead. If only he could see me now. Can't be. I saw you dead with my own eyes. Lied to me, boy wonder. A little white lie is excusable. When dealing with the likes of you, you black-hearted scoundrel. Well, don't just stand there. Get him, man! Ed Robertson along with Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen as we continue our look at This Week in TV History. Coming out of the break, we heard Adam West laying down the law as only he knew how in Batman, one of several classic TV series, Tony, that are marking milestone anniversaries this month. And you do a great Adam West from the movie. So, uh, Miss Kitka, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Commissioner. (laughs) I love that he's on Family Guy. So let's just pick up with January 12, 1966. Yeah, Batman first premiered in January of 1966, January 12. January 12, 1966, 45 years ago this month. And and again, you we're, we're talking about how all in the family changed, you know, um uh television in the 70s. Batman you, you, Batman changed television. In, in a lot of ways, Batman was sort of a celebration of, of the potential of television, what you well, can yeah, do. Color also was a big Exactly. It would not it, have succeeded if it was two years earlier. Yeah, you know, the the use of color and the use of angles and just all the, all the all the sort of I mean, it, it is such a visually. I think you show. could see uh, Batman's influence in Laughing, in the Smothers Brothers, and music videos mm-hmm. that would follow. And not to say that the Batuzi should not get yes. its own special but, recognition. But he did, and he did swing a mean cape. Yes, he did. (laughs) I think Batman is still one of the most stylized television programs to air. And uh, funny, color TV, um, my parents did not purchase a color TV until the late 70s. I saw it in black and white and thought it was incredible. Oh, yeah. When I finally saw them in color much, much later, they blew me away. Oh, yeah. And, And again, it's a show that when you watch it as a kid, you appreciate it on one level. But when you watch it as an adult, it's it is just as fresh and just as funny. There was pop culture in there. There was pop art. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about something that came from the pages of the comic book, and I think that that influence is there. But also, I think you you could see if Andy Warhol did a comic book version of Batman, that's what the TV show mm-hmm. would look exactly. like. Exactly. Oh yeah. 
Exactly. I mean, it, it was totally there. But you did pay, I think, homage to the uh, to the comic book origins, especially during the fight scenes. The oh, pow yeah. and the yes, and it's, it's it's one of the few television shows where you can actually say the word onomatopoeia, and and I mean, you know, because that's you know, you know the pows and the splats and the, and the this and the, oh, my favorite word, my my favorite. My favorite bat fight word is zwap. Zwap. With, with the three Zs. See, only Don Martin could come up with sound effects like that. You know, the classic artist from Mad Magazine. But yet you but it had such an influence. I mean the, the, the sad thing about this is that Batman pretty much caused the demise of the Munsters, the Adams family. I mean it was you know, it was I think one of the first times that we would see in color, you know, and, and, and we used it. And it really, I, I think there was a lot of good work that was going on at the time that just took a bat seat. Um, bat, bat, bat seat. Bat seat. Very funny. Yes. To what was going on there. Yeah, and the pace of the show. I mean, it, things move so quickly there. That's right. Yeah, I think it was definitely one of the first shows for uh, the evolving medium. We, we could spend an hour talking about Adam West because, I mean, we, we, we talked about typecasting, we, uh, you know, uh, last year during our conversations about George Reeves, and obviously when the show ended as quickly as it did, Wes spent the better part of 10 years sort of struggling with you know, the perception of, you know, no, nobody seemed to take him seriously because he made such a... And he, 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 there was such an imprint, and, uh, you know, he was opening supermarkets. Well, Clayton Moore also, yeah. you know, made the best out of the situation as well with The Lone Ranger, but I think Adam West was ready to go on to the next thing. And he was getting those personal appearance, and, and you couldn't turn it down. Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't until, you know, the um, mid to late 80s when, um, you know, the, 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 there's a generational shift in television executives. The people who grew up, people our age who grew up watching him on, on Batman were now making decisions. They're making casting decisions, and they were thinking – and all of a sudden Adam West, you know, had this whole new – career not just doing films and television but he became a staple um he became a staple of of a bill maher's politically incorrect show uh, he was that you know i think he and william shatner yeah two people from the same school they were able later in life to make a career out of being themselves out yes. of playing themselves and they still get to do legitimate work shatner is always you know his sitcom is doing very well right now uh, Adam West plays himself on Family Guy as the mayor of Adam Konog. West, Adam West. He also played himself Adam West, Adam West. On, uh, on, on The Simpsons. He played himself on The Simpsons that's right, that's as a right. resident of Springfield. Right. And he had a, you know, a, a, a Batmobile with a, with a broken tailpipe. Yes. And uh, yeah, he, he was making fun of Michael Keaton's movie at the time. Yes. And Homer told the kids, don't make eye contact with the guy. Yeah. I, I've met him once, and he was, you know, he, he definitely had time. He made, you know, when, when yeah. somebody came by and saw him as Batman, you know, and I'm like 19, 20 mm -hmm. at the time. He, he, you know, I, I just wanted to say hi to him. I knew somebody who worked with him on one of the animated series mm -hmm. where he and Burt Ward were Batman and Robin. That's right. A friend of mine, uh, Melindy Britt, was the voice of Batgirl oh. and, and, and Catwoman on that animated series. So I wanted to basically say, you know, we have a mutual friend. He said, oh, great, you know, but it was just one of those things where, you know, it's like whatever he was doing, he stopped and, 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 and gave, you know, the, the fan uh, that was just, you know, I was just saying, hey, we have a mutual friend. But he stopped and it just, you know, gave everyone the time, you know, put his arm around me. I got a little bat hug and, <laughs> you know, so he, he was really a cool guy. My older brother was a diehard 
Batman fan. And and you know you had a, t- a very talented cast and guest cast on yes. that show. And that was uh, the beauty of the show was such a strong, strong cast. Yeah, the 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 villain sees Romero as as the Joker, Vincent Price as Egghead, uh, Frank Gorshin as as the Riddler. Frank Gorshin is the Riddler. John 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 Aston was just wearing his tights. He was just wearing <laughs> the tights, and then you had the Puzzler. You had uh, King Tut, Catwoman, Cat Cat Catwomen, yes. actually. Well, you had you, you had uh, Lee, Lee Merriweather, Lee Julie, Mer- Julie Newmar, and then Eartha Kitt. Yeah, I thought it was very appropriate. Eartha Kitt playing mm-hmm. Catwoman. Yeah, woman. Right. Yeah. I, she was born to play that part. Yeah, she was definitely born. But I've I've met uh, Lee Merriweather. I've met uh, uh, Julie Newmar. I mean, just you know, and also two people who do you know, they don't uh, they don't pull that the old Tina Louise as I would call it. No, in fact, in fact, yeah. when we had Lee on our program. Um, uh, in 2009, uh, we, we asked her, what do you get the most, when, when you do fan and things, you know, fan um, conventions, what do you get asked the most about? And we were surprised. She said, you know, Catwoman. And, and, and it, 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 it surprised because she only did the movie. She didn't yeah. do the show. But as, as I said to her on the program, um, I, I saw the movie before I actually saw the show in reruns. Because I mean, even though I rem- my, my first memory is just watching is, is, is him from the King Tut episode, I didn't really see the show for the first time until I went to the reruns in 69 70. But the first time I saw Batman live action was the movie on the ABC Sunday Night Movie. And so, and so I just think of her. I always think of Catwoman as Lee Merriweather. And so I was surprised when I actually saw the movie and saw it was Julie Newmar. Yeah. Uh- the local ABC affiliate used to show it as part of the 3:30 movie, usually during you know uh, Easter vacation or sometime when kids would come home, and that was mandatory watching. That was one of those communal experiences where you got everyone together, and you got to see all the you know the, the best line of that is some what was it? Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you can't get rid of, get rid of a bomb. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> yeah, that that is that is the <laughs> that is one of the da, best da, lines. Da, da, da. No, yeah. Um, uh, years ago, I had a chance to chat with Les Martinson, uh, the director who dire- um, did all sorts of you know televisions about the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and um, especially some of the old Warner Brothers shows. He directed the Batman movie in 1966. And when, when I mentioned that I, I, I loved Batman and that was my favorite scene in the movie, he took great pride in telling, in, in breaking down how that came. It, it was sort of, it wasn't exactly in the script, but he sort of, you know, you know, blocked it out in his head, and was, he, he took great pride in in, in, in how and how that uh, that scene came to be, and 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 how it still holds up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the most quoted line in that movie, yeah. and and uh, everybody our age is familiar with that movie. Second only to Miss Kitka, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> Uh, no, we, we could go on. I mean, that, that could be a whole hour just. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. 
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.